Sadekab, welcome and nice to have you here again for the Funkitpod and Media Friday. It's Friday, time to talk about the media, of course. And as always, don't forget, just because you don't see it in the news anymore, to check what's happening in Gaza, in Israel, in Myanmar. There are so many hot points, hot topics, hot things that are happening right now out there in the world. While I'm looking up there, there's something hot happening too. It's my cat jumping onto my wardrobe. Snooze, I've been serious here while you're doing this. I hope you're happy up there right now. So my cat is happy up there. So let's do this one more time. So don't forget to check the hot topics or the hot places, developments, just because it's not in the media. We talked about this the last weeks and months. Just because it's not in the, video, in, the video, in the media on videos doesn't mean it's not happening anymore. So check what's happening in Myanmar. It's a hashtag, what's happening in Myanmar. What's happening in Thailand, Gaza, Israel, and so on. Don't be satisfied by only what you see in the daily news. All right. Speaking of what you see in the daily news, this past week for a few hours you didn't see much in daily news, especially if you consume your daily news via the internet. The internet was down, oh, big parts of the internet were down, Reddit for example, oh no, so you did not read it on the internet because it was down. This is crazy, this is, yeah, it's well crazy, right? Uh, just because like one cloud service provider struggles with whatever, huge parts of the internet just not accessible this shows you how easy it all could be gone right and what what do we do then if it's all gone like what do we do then crazy i found this well i said one time crazy but also creepy it's scary isn't it Whew. luckily youtube and wherever you get those podcasts unless it's reddit Still available, still accessible during that time. So don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, of course. All right, let's jump right into the hard-hitting, tough topics, questions that need to be asked this week in the media. And since I already mentioned Myanmar and so on, I also want to quickly mention the place where this podcast is happening, Thailand. Thailand, um, if you don't know much about Thailand, just Google Thailand. Um very famous for having rather strict laws when it comes to... <laughs> now I don't want to lose my visa. When it comes to um, how much you can say in the media. And um, there are new laws now being proposed or thought of. And there's like a committee now, I believe, that is set to study laws in other countries in regards to how other countries are dealing with media and I don't want to call it censorship because it might get me in trouble so in media regulation let's call it media regulation so um, it, they, apparently they want to and they say apparently they want to look into like how to regulate online content again there's an online newspaper here in Thailand called Thai Inquirer for example they had a very powerful article out there saying like the Thai government is trying to create laws to uh, censor us and so on. That's what they said, not what I would say on this very happy podcast YouTube channel, of course. Um, but that's what they say. And apparently that's just something that, that uh, Thailand is looking into right now. Like how could they regulate um, social media content, online content uh, more than they already do. So it's like, while you thought it's going forwards into like 
democracy is now maybe taking a step back again, but we have to wait and see what's happening there, of course. So it's all allegedly and according to third party sources, I'm not making anything up here. Check it out in the Thai Inquirer and so on. All right, um, let's let's move into other countries and other things that are happening around the world because then I can speak more freely and I can just make stuff up. I'm not making stuff up. It's all backed by sources, so I'm just kidding, right? Um, but I read I read an interesting um, article. And this then let me da or this then made me connected to uh, some other things that I read this week. So I read an article that said Nigeria. Sounds random, but stick with it for a second. Nigeria, and I quote, demands social media firms get local license. And I'm like, okay, interesting. Lots of countries now, however, try to do this, right? Because it's been in the news that like social media companies, tech companies, and so on, they register somewhere and then they pay they pay tax somewhere, but then they don't, they don't pay tax in other countries where they are also providing services and making money. For example, Facebook, I think they pay in Ireland. So in Ireland is the only country in Europe that gets Facebook money, even though Facebook makes money in other countries in Europe, right? This is, of course, also a global thing. And so now other countries, so not only Nigeria in this case, but um, like other countries in Europe, around the world, they are now trying to figure out how can we also get money? Plus, for example, also Facebook, I think the example was they're making like $11.8 billion profit per year in Europe, but they only pay like $1.8 million in tax or something like this, or let it be euro, whatever. Um, so which apparently is like 0. Point something percent. Uh, so now countries all across the world try to figure out, can we have like a global tax or something so that in every country where this service is happening Example: Facebook, other services as well. Where those services happening, that we can, that they have to pay tax everywhere they are. They are making money, so this is more evenly distributed. And so that's, I believe, will be a very interesting discussion because then maybe they would pay less in Ireland, but then maybe more over, for sure, over more overall, on like on, on a global scale. So this would be better for other countries. Maybe this one country where they're paying right now uh, would suffer a little bit there. So let, let's see also um, well, where this goes, what, what's playing out there. And uh, if you are a tax specialist or a law enforcement <laughs> law specialist, um, please do let me know what exactly is happening there, what your thoughts are and so on. Because obviously I'm not a tax specialist here, but I think that's how I understood it and that that's like kind of what is happening right now. I'm sure all those um, services like Facebook and so on, they try to find a way to wiggle wiggle their way out there. Um, let's see if they'll find one. Um, yeah, this is all a big circus. And speaking of big circuses, uh, okay, that was not a smooth transition. It's too obvious. Um, uh, headline on, I think, the South China Morning, Morning Post, The media circus around China's famous wandering elephants ignores the habitat loss driving the animals, say critics. And I add this to my media cast, Media Friday thingy here on the Funket Pod for one simple reason. Um, yeah, you've, you've probably seen the pictures of like the, those traveling elephants that, 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 that travel through China and then they're lying all together, just resting, like looking happy, which is very cute and it's a very pretty picture. But it shows that what the media is highlighting again. The media is like, hey, look, hey, cuter, clicks, likes, and so on. But they are not going down the truth 
which is why do those elephants have to travel so far because they're losing habitat there's no space for them and they have to walk further and further and travel further and go through all the stress and so on which is definitely not good for them right so but that's nothing that the media is willing to highlight especially probably allegedly <laughs> that's the right word i'm looking for in china where you might run into trouble if you're criticizing you know who and you know what so media again what what is the, then you would assume maybe at least media not in based in china would be more open to criticize what's happening and look more into detail but then again those details are boring there are no rockets there are no oils there's nothing that triggers so why would i spend money on an article that goes down a road saying like hey they're losing habitat because of this 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 no one wants to see that people want to see happy elephants so you're going like here look show them happy happy elephants right so show them happy elephants everything's going to be awesome media it's terrible change we need change Speaking of terrible media, this is just a fantastic example of what's wrong with social media and so on. Have you heard the news this past week that, um, oh, I forgot her name and I didn't write it down. Um, an Insta model, a French Insta model, um, she pretended to fly business class, took a picture in business class, uploaded to IG, like, yeah, yeah, business class, ooh. Um, and then she went back to coach because she was flying coach and some person who knew her from instagram said hey look she's flying coach she just took a picture over there in business class but actually she's sitting here and coach with me and it was huge backlash and like ridicule and so on a few days later she took a picture in business class again like hey mother like insulting the people saying like here i paid for this one and so on um doesn't matter it does not matter at all whether or not that lady flies business class economy and i don't even care how she makes her money which is most likely not by only modeling in front uh, on, on on instagram but it does not matter allegedly but it does not matter why does it matter or why do people care about it is the bigger question yeah she fakes the business class or why does she even have to fake it because people care why do people care about this bs is the question you can already see in what mood i am today <laughs> why does anybody care about how a random lady from france travels from dubai to monaco to monte carlo very dubious like very questionable route by the way just saying um, but why would anyone care about this right it just shows perfectly what's wrong with social media, media, the world right now. Stop it. <laughs> but hey, since you're already going down, down the road of like, what's wrong with the media? Let's just keep going. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm all in on this topic right now. Um, I plan, for, plan to talk about it later, but let's talk about it right now. NFTs, you know, I'm talking about blockchain and so on every week because I'm fascinated, fascinated by it. And of course, NFTs, I'm also fascinated by this because this is, even so I'm a tech person, new media, a researcher and so on. <laughs> NFTs, <sighs> last week we talked about the chicken wings for like several hundred thousand dollars um, or how, however much that was. Um, it was a BTS menu, right? Okay, quickly, <laughs> this week in the news, in Indonesia, they started those BTS, the band, BTS, uh, menus like McDonald's. The people were storming McDonald's. They had to close McDonald's restaurants because there were too many people and they couldn't handle it. 
there's also part of the media, of course, like the way the media pushes those idols and promotes them and so on, right? Insanity. <laughs> Anyways, back to, hey, BTS. I hate. I I was about to say I hate K-pop. I, I hate all those pop bands that just playing roles. Or maybe we should have like a whole podcast. We will have a whole podcast on like those role playing, how this works, why this works, and so on. Promise, we're gonna do this one. Um, yeah, so that's just so annoying. And while I was wanting to hate them, I thought like, but Lisa is cute though. <laughs> More on this, we're gonna have a podcast focusing only on roles in pop industry or so we're gonna we're gonna do this one example k-pop and then i'm gonna get canceled by all the k-pop stands yes 50 minutes of fame um but that's a different topic so anyways mcdonald's in indonesia and jakarta had to close certain restaurants because they couldn't handle the amount of people coming there insanity all right back to the nft insanity the insanity though um last week crypto took a dive again of course it did because it was recovering before so it's gonna have to take take a dive again Big headlines everywhere. Uh, NFT market is collapsing. Who, saw, who would have seen that coming? Oh, no. Uh, um, um, just a heads up. NFT market did not collapse. Um, but of course, it didn't, it didn't grow as fast anymore, obviously, right? With crypto is tanking, so is NFTs kind of course. I mean, it's based on the blockchain thing, Ethereum and so on. Um, but we did see some more purchases this week. So, so much for the crypto, uh, the NFT market has collapsed. Um, Crypto punk, the crypto punks are like this series of pixelated avatars, and the crypto punk alien, the NFT for that um, crypto punk alien, sold for eleven point eight million dollars at Sotheby's. So it's dead, yeah, it's dead. NFT market has collapsed. All right, sure, tell me about it. Um, the buyer was the Israeli entrepreneur Shalom McKenzie who is the largest shareholder of digital sports company DraftKings. That's what Sotheby's uh, published uh, officially. So DraftKings um, is behind lots of those apparently NFT buys there. Um, speaking of M NFTs, um, there's a company called Mythical Games and they raised, and uh, let me check my notes, $75 million to speed up M NFT gaming. And I think that's interesting because I thought until now, NFTs, yeah, kind of scammy, um, but I mean, supply and demand, so do whatever, right? Um, but apparently in this game, you as you, con as you walk through the game, um, you can then obtain playable NFTs. So your character, you can then probably trade your avatar, trade like stuff that you use, I'm assuming, um, which is rather interesting. This is an actual NFTs in the game that are, have actual monetary value. So this should be rather interesting. What's also interesting, and it's my last NFT news here, I think, for today, uh, Paris Hilton. Yeah, I'm saying Paris Hilton in NFT context. And I check my, new, my notes again just to make sure I don't mix it up. But Paris Hilton becomes an NFT advisor. And I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> so a lot of celebrities now already left the NFT space again because it was crashing down the last few weeks um yeah she's now all in paris hilton is all in and according to um a blog post by origin um the company that, that paris hilton has joined um they said she is joining as investor and advisor 
um, seeking to provide her expertise on how to cater to the upper echelons of society. Isn't it just like, it's expensive, buy it, yay! I thought that's how you cater to this upper echelon of society, but okay, good for um, Paris Hilton. She can add now uh, NFT investor and advisor to her LinkedIn. Accept your LinkedIn, Paris. <laughs> All right, since we're already in that, that's enough NFTs for, for a week. I think it's enough to process right now. But since we're already at the topic, let's just finish this topic. Um, blockchain. And again, right now it's tanking again a little and it goes up again a little. So I'm, st I'm still in there. Uh, I'm still in there for the long run, of course, uh, blockchain, cryptocurrency and so on. Um, but what's interesting right now, if you're, if you're into cryptocurrency, you will have seen that on your social media profile. There are lots of ads by the one and only official Chinese government cryptocurrency, the electronic yen or something like this, yuan, which is of course BS, um, report those ads on Facebook, Instagram and so on, because it's BS if there's Jack Ma on there or Elon Musk, Elon Musk knows, no. Um, but um, China, Beijing, um, they do have a plan for blockchain supremacy. <laughs> um, so, I wrote it down again. So they said China's MIT and CAC published a plan this week to create an advanced blockchain industrial system. So they do have government-powered uh, ideas of how to make the blockchain faster. And well, as you know, the blockchain is being used in China for like a wide variety of fields such as smart city government and so on. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to say spy on people, but you know. So they're, they're very interested in pushing this forward, making it faster and so on, which is interesting because of course, they're not the biggest fans of cryptocurrency until they launch their own one, of course, their own Chinese uh, cryptocurrency and the official, official launch. Um, but they see that blockchain is the future. So even a country that says, hey, we don't want this mining and all those things for cryptocurrency, they still believe in the blockchain, which just shows you the blockchain, the idea of blockchain is here to stay. So that's, I think, an important takeaway here. All right, but enough of crypto and blockchain for a week, I think. Um, let's wait until it, it, it recovers a bit more and then we can celebrate again. Uh, or until there are more shitcoins coming out. Uh, I have one more thing to say about it, but it comes at the very end. All right. Um, I saw an interview with the head of whatever from Instagram, and he had a few insights, and I, I took down a few notes. So um, I apologize if it sounds like a bit rehearsed right now, but I just jotted them down because I didn't want to miss them. So one of the things he said was, Instagram can guarantee stable reach due to constant changes in the algorithm. All right, well, that's just like with Google, so okay. So as more people join, right, you have to change the algorithm and so on. He says in terms of best practices, leaning into video is a good idea. Hey, all right, but now it's confirmed by an official IG guy. So the first two seconds are the most important to actually real people in. Haha, <laughs> real people in. Then he says, uh, the global rollout of Reels has been delayed due to music licensing issues in some regions. Okay, interesting. That was what we thought, but hey, it confirmed it. He says, verification on IG is about providing identification for people who are more likely to deal with impersonation and verification is normally assessed based on press mentions and so on. Uh, they say they're also looking to do more on direct payments for creators. 
All right. So more monetization possibilities for creators as well as for IG, of course. Um, they say they also look into new revenue share models for video, also including monetization for reels. No. <laughs> Um, he says, don't buy fake followers. They have a good algorithm. They see that you have fake followers that, that will only hurt you. And he says they're working on um, a way to maybe hopefully address systematic or systemic bias and abuse on the platform, but didn't really say much on like how exactly they're doing it. But that's a few nice insights from IG themselves. Nothing mind-blowing, but are still nice confirmations of what we all assumed already. Speaking of, let's stay in the social media realm for now. Um, social media. LinkedIn has a new amazing feature that will revolutionize social networking. It's a dark mode on the desktop app. Yes, LinkedIn. <laughs> Mind blown. Congratulations, LinkedIn. How about a round of applause? Standing away. Um... Yay, great news, LinkedIn, great news. Congratulations, you arrived in 2016. Nice. Um, lots of spam these days also LinkedIn, by the way, because everyone can afford now like those, those, those um, marketing messages. Really annoying. Um, maybe there should be a new social professional network. Um, but since we're already in the sphere, uh, Facebook published a report on the future opportunities of AR and VR, and they said they expect that by 2023, which is in two years, it sounds like far away in the future, it's two years from now, that they expect like um, a huge increase in, adapt in adoption for AI and VR, and they think that by 2023, the budget will have grown exponentially, and lots of major players will be in that space by then. So uh, Facebook um, predicts that. Well, they have to because they, they, they bought Oculus like back then. Um, but I think um, maybe Facebook is pushing the development there now also further, which should be interesting. All right, let's finish the, the social media frenzy with obviously TikTok. TikTok um, still the top position um, for the monthly app downloads. Well, congratulations, it's not cryptocurrency anymore. It's it's back to old old school TikTok, basically, the app that dominated the last year or so. Um, they also now realized, hey, we're not that famous in Europe yet. Um, we want to increase uh, the fame in Europe. Let's become sponsors or advertising partners for the Euro. So they're now also on board with the European Championship football football not soccer football the european championships as one of the sponsors on there so um expect more tiktok specials filters whatnot popping up during the european championships that i will not be following because quite frankly we and i say we don't have that much of a chance this year i believe but let's see let's see may the best team win as long as it's not france <laughs> sorry france all right um Oh, you might have seen it. Anonymous, apparently anonymous, um, came out with a video warning Elon Musk, saying, Elon, we're watching you. You're playing with the livelihood of like innocent people and so on, and you're just a jerk and so on. So, uh, and we have information on you that your family owned like mines and somewhere in Africa and so on. Um, so yeah, be careful. And Elon Musk, of course, was scared, not. He tweeted, 
on Twitter, <laughs> he tweeted, not even a good fake anonymous. The article is behind a paywall when you click on the article that they use as a source. And it looks like anonymous hacking skills are not enough to get behind it. And then he, he posted like this meme of like this hacker in a Starbucks and like hackers in movies be like, I'm in. Um, yeah. I mean, what else is he supposed to do? Is he, is he going to say like, oh no, I'm scared, Anonymous, I'm going to be a good guy now. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, I have to agree with Anonymous to some extent. It's getting really annoying what Elon Musk is doing, the trolling and so on, the emojis and blah, 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 and just trying to manipulate the, the well, the, yeah, basically the whole market. Then again, if I were Elon Musk and I would realize that everyone listens to everything I say and pays so much attention to everything I say all the time and they base their buying decisions on what I'm saying, I would also, sorry, fuck with all of them. I would be like, you idiots, look. Or I would tell like my wife Grimes or something, I would be like, hey, look, I'm going to tweet those two emojis. They're all going to go crazy. <laughs> and, she's, and, and she says, but maybe just add like this splash emoji too. Let's see what they're going to do with it. And then they maybe just sit there looking at their screens and be like, ha I, I would, to be quite fair, to be honest, I would totally do it. If I have, would have that much influence, I would do that. So I do understand Elon Musk. But Elon, enough is enough. Maybe move on to something else now. Maybe move on to be in space before Jeff Bezos goes to space, which is apparently... In a month or two, I can see Jeff Bezos. What's it called? No, not Virgin. That's like that's like Richard Branson. I don't know. The Amazon rocket goes up. Blue Origin. The one that looks like a dick. I can say that here in the podcast. The one that, that, that it goes up and then just Elon swipes in from somewhere and just just overtakes Jeff Bezos or something like this. <laughs> Let's see. Um, all right. So. We started with, kind of started with some news from Thailand. I'm almost finishing with some news from Thailand as well. Um, so, and this is something that, that happened in the media, social media, picked it up and so on. Um, and this is something that I'm happy about, that the media paid attention to this. So, here right now, vaccination started in Thailand, right? And there's some, still some priority lists. So, frontline workers or people that are just in touch with lots of people, um, working with the public they get preferential treatment like motorcycle taxi drivers so you're on the back of a motorcycle they drive you around right they wear like orange vests to show hey i'm a motorcycle taxi driver you can ride with me i have a license and so on now some upper class thai rich people they bought those vests so they can act like they're motorcycle drivers so they can get vaccines before everybody else and of course, that came out because you can see you're not a motorcycle driver. You're wearing Versace shoes or something like this. What the hell? And now all of Thai social media is like all over those people, ridiculing them, making fun of them and so on. Um, especially since there are vaccination trips being offered. So you can buy a plane ticket to the US, you get vaccinated there, stay there for two weeks, then come back or things like this. So lots of rich Thai people are doing this, but those upper class ones, maybe they can't afford two weeks in the US or something like this. So then they try to do something like that. And it did not work out. And it's rather funny to see what's happening there. It's uh, not funny that they're trying, but it's funny that they got caught, of course, which uh, is nice. 
And um, one thing that we, that is not nice um, <laughs> is like if you know Thailand or Southeast Asia, you see the, all the protests here in Myanmar and so on. When there are protests, then protesters always use the Hunger Games sign, the three fingers salute, right? Based on like the French Revolution and and so on. And now the salute has been used by anti-vaxxers in the U.S. to protest vaccinations, which shows yes. US anti-vaxxers, you know exactly how it is to be like on the on the wrong end of the government <laughs> to fight oppression. Yeah, you got it. You really you you got it. So we're all with you. We are we're fighting. We're like brothers in arms basically. Idiots. <laughs> and the last thing I want to mention today is um which was kind of funny, kind of sad. Lordy came out with a new um, with a new a new um, song solar power it's like it's very lord lordy lord lord right you can be my queen bee lord right okay so she came out with a new um, i think a whole new album but like the the song just dropped solar power kind of cool kind of kind of sunny um she thinks she's like she's like i'm 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 like a prettier jesus great lyrics in there <laughs> don't add me that's what she said um that's what she's uh anyway so the the cover is like or the the cover of the song and i think also of the album probably is like a picture from her running over grass from down below you can see just her butt crack basically but it's not naked it's just in, I think in tight leggings or something so you can just she, she's basically running over the camera and the, the shuttle goes when she's like when you can see her butt um but not nothing super sexy or anything mm. Then and the I think it's the Chinese, Indian, and a few other countries censored that, and then it's just like the sun basically like coming all over or like coming. The sun is behind her, right? So, but then you can just see the sun basically coming around her butt, so that you cannot see the butt <laughs> on the picture, um, but just the sun, not the butt, but the sun. <laughs> and it's not, not a, it's not a sexual picture at all, actually. Um, so very interesting to see to see like which countries have chosen um, you can see a list online i guess pakistan and so on probably two um which countries have chosen to censor lord lordy's butt lords lordy lords lords butt i wonder what lord has to say about this let me know what you think about this is it necessary to censor someone's butt <laughs> that's not naked or anything anything uh, sexual in this case let me know what you think. What do you think about butts on pictures in the news, on the media, music videos? Should there be butts? Should we have more butts in the media, less butts? Um, let me know what you think about all the other things that we discussed. How much do you spend for NFTs? How's your blo how's your cryptocurrency going? Um, I know how famous are you on Instagram and so on. Let me know via social media, comments, or even email funkitpod at gmail.com. Until then, that's it. Take care. Stay safe. I'll see you next time. Thank mm -hmm. you.